0: This is Midweek Motion, a creative outlet of Grace Avenue Church, designed to help lead, feed, and guide you in things that honor God and build His purpose in you. Here we'll deep dive into curated content, interviews, principles, and conversations that nurture and fan the flames of the diverse gifts, talents, dreams, and aspirations that you hold near and dear. C.S. Lewis once said, the task of the modern educator is not to cut down jungles, but to irrigate deserts. Perhaps today's episode will flood your heart and mind like a fresh stream that flows with motivation, inspiration, and education. This is Midweek Motion. All right, we're back. Attitude number six we're talking about. The work is wonderful. Yep. Great to be with you again, Haley Shannon. Let's jump into this. Yes. All right.
1: I'm excited. Okay, we have a question for you, Pastor Daniel. Victoria's bringing it this time. Okay. Mm -hmm. Victoria,
0: our off-screen... Our
1: off-screen runner of everything. Hi, everyone. Um, Pastor Daniel, what is a song that immediately takes you back to a particular moment in your life? Oh, my God.
0: You all know I love music. Of this course. Is... Okay. Can you pick just uh, one? <laughs> okay. Motown music takes me back to days as a little kid when I got a radio for fifth grade. Oh, wow. Fifth grade Christmas. I just remember fifth grade time, time frame. Turn the radio on, and I knew I wasn't supposed to listen to... Bad music on the radio. Uh-huh. So I had to make sure I was listening to good music. Christian music. Uh-huh. Something something that wasn't offensive. Sure. Because my mom said don't listen to bad stuff. So I would turn on the oldie station listen and that's where I discovered wow. a lot of Motown music that changed my life.
1: Wow. Motown. I would not have thought Motown. That's interesting. Oh my gosh. It was really?
0: my one of my first real loves. Wow. Yeah.
1: I do understand that don't listen to bad music. Even the, one of the DC talk albums, my mom's like, I need to read all the <laughs> lyrics first before you can listen to it. And I was like, okay, <laughs> so, yeah, that's awesome. Okay. Well, we're diving into the work is wonderful attitude. Number six of our 12 attitudes of grace Avenue. Yes. So I think we'll just, wonderful. yeah, get it started and maybe share your heart a little bit on where we're going to go today.
0: Okay. The work is wonderful. The, this mentality comes from this whole mentality that serving the Lord is work, sure. right? Mm-hmm. I want to be careful with that. I mean, uh, not in the mean in the means of serving to earn our salvation, sure. uh, you know, defeating what Jesus did on the cross. Right. So I'm not talking about working for God. I'm right. talking about when we choose to embrace our, our gifts and our talents, mm-hmm. our salvation, we start serving people in mm-hmm. His name, yeah. loving people in His name. We're serving and we're working. And so, life is work. Marriage is work. Parenting is work. Yes. Uh, getting up in the morning, you go to work. Yeah. Ministry is work, mm-hmm. right? Preparing mm-hmm. messages—that's work. Talking with people, counseling people, helping people—it's yes. um, work. So, serving is work. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of the first things to go is our attitude mm-hmm. about all of those things. Yep. About in marriage, you know, you, people stop putting in the work. and mm-hmm. parenting, people stop putting in the work Mm -hmm. uh, in in, in ministry. Some people stop Mm -hmm. putting in the work. And so serving, it's very easy to come to the place where you're tempted to stop valuing and having the right attitude Mm -hmm. that this is wonderful. What I'm getting to do is impact eternity. Do something that's going to reach into eternity. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think about it this way. Where would certain people be if i was not committed to the work wow certain people in our congregation now Mm -hmm. that i can see are just people that have come through my life and i see where they're at now and you got to play a a role in that or a hand in that i think wow if our church had not been committed to the work in that season of their life when everything was happening Mm -hmm. and they've come out of that they're on the other side of it Mm -hmm. they're going they're growing they're strong with god if we'd not been committed to the work and then seeing that work is wonderful Mm-hmm. Not come in with an attitude of oh gosh here we are again mm-hmm. have to serve
1: the have Lord have to serve yeah right Versus. so that's
0: where I'm that's where I'm going
1: yeah um, that's great let's get specific to Grace Avenue and our heart something that has kind of been all throughout Grace Avenue has been wording on serving versus volunteering we've kind of been specific in that we call it serving we don't really tend to call it volunteering very often what's your heart behind that what's the the, the that?
0: heart is not not that volunteering is is an evil word sure. or anything of that nature but we don't see jesus calling us to a life of mm-hmm. volunteering That's really good. we see him modeling a life of service yeah and jesus himself says I came not to be served, but to serve Mm -hmm. and give my life as a ransom for many. He didn't say I came to give my life as a volunteer. So (laughs) I think what I'm trying to say when I make the distinction there is that it's so it's I think it's really necessary that if we're going to keep the right attitude for the long haul Mm -hmm. about Jesus, about his church about serving that at the very foundational level we know what we're in this for mm-hmm. this is not for me
1: right
0: this is all about him right. this is all about his church yeah. this is all about his mission this is all about someone else this is all about people this is all about his gifts that he put in me mm-hmm. being used to serve others yeah. not, not build my name not build my brand not build this church not build a following not build influence but to serve so that his will is done in people's lives Mm -hmm. and that's how jesus accomplishes his his will and his mission he Mm sent people out so that they would become disciples Mm -hmm. uh, and make disciples Uh, so that's the heart behind it that's
1: good what would you say when maybe the work doesn't feel wonderful maybe there's a season that you've been doing the work for a while or maybe you just feel discouraged in the work what would you say for people who are maybe feeling that or Mm -hmm. to be aware and on guard for that
0: well there's a lot of different reasons why people go through sure different situations like that people get burnt out maybe they overworked uh people get let down they get disappointed uh people are people Mm -hmm. people betray people hurt people say things you you pour into people they don't appreciate that or whatever you know there's always more that you've helped and that appreciate you than the one or two that did you wrong Mm -hmm. but you remember the ones who did you wrong and then you have to die to yourself and you have to learn to forgive mm-hmm. and you have to overcome uh that mm-hmm. and that's just part of but there's what i'm saying is there's various reasons uh, a variety of reasons why people um stop finding it wonderful yeah and we're we're told so specifically in the word that we're to keep our zeal keep our passion mm. for serving the lord keep it mm-hmm. red hot mm-hmm. You know, we're told to fix our eyes on Jesus, who's the author and perfecter of our faith. So he's working something out, even in the down times when it doesn't feel wonderful. Mm-hmm. But I've got to remain committed mm-hmm. and I've got to have the end goal in mind. Okay, there's something more beyond this moment. Mm-hmm. Um, and that keeps my attitude right about the work. Mm-hmm. That's Ryland.
1: Yeah, I think that's good. I think one of the scriptures early on in, in ministry and, and doing the work um, was the one that talks about when you don't have any oxen, your stables are clean, but mm-hmm. when there's oxen, there's going to be a mess. Um, yeah. And relating that to people, and, you know, I say a lot, people are people, and they're people are peopling. Um, and they just, people be people and all the time, and they just, you know, <laughs> it's not very black and white uh, cut and dry in ministry when you're mm-hmm. working with people, whether that's um, rostering them and serving with them, um, or that's just being alongside them and walking them through the messy times in life. And so I think, yeah, it can discouragement can happen, but scriptures like that have been an encouragement to me in moments when yeah. there has been discouragement for sure.
0: Well, if, if you really get down to the, the brass tacks of what it's all about, like when you say I want God to use me mm-hmm. to help others. Mm-hmm. You're actually signing up for people's dysfunction, yep. their insecurities, yes. their baggage, um, their hurts, mm-hmm. their mistrust.
1: Their filters. They don't know. They the have. filters. Yeah. yeah, you name mm-hmm. it. I mean, mm-hmm.
0: you're, you're signing up to, to basically be an experiment
1: mm-hmm.
0: by empowered by the Holy Spirit yeah. <laughs> yeah. and the truth of the word. And you're going into someone's life to believe that God is using you in his sovereignty Mm -hmm. to help someone else grow. Mm -hmm. Um, If you think about when Jesus sent the disciples out, he sent them out into uncertainty and into hostility. Mm -hmm. So from the get-go, he was not sending them out to feel good about themselves. He was sending them out for a mission that was very uncertain, that was costly, that was sacrificial, and that was very much in line with the hostility of the of the times Mm -hmm. and so it was work yet they found it wonderful enough to give their life to it yeah to me that's that's beautiful Mm -hmm. Um, Jesus wants people to be disciples right not just just churchgoers Mm -hmm. Uh, and that's about becoming more like Jesus so in order to keep a right attitude about the work being wonderful I have to be more like Jesus in Mm -hmm. order to be more like Jesus there's certain things in me that need to die yeah uh, on occasion maybe more than i care uh, to deal with to, but yeah. to that, admit, yeah, know, creative all of us. admit yeah creative admit but you know in marriage as a parent as a leader mm-hmm. as a pastor mm-hmm. as a man um it's costly yeah
1: yeah it's work i think uh, there's been a mindset shift in me recently where it's it's looking at the work as cultivating that was kind of a word at the beginning of the year and there's actually been a couple Things I've heard, messages I've listened to, and just how kind of that filter now of going into the work, whether that's in ministry, whether that's in my marriage and with my kids, is just how am I cultivating? How am I shaping the environment? Which is kind of goes back to Genesis and some scriptures there talking about like God putting us to work and it's we're to cultivate and shape our environment. I think that's a lot of what we get to do here in ministry, serving on teams with each other, is how are we shaping the environment? How are we cultivating the environment? So when someone walks through those doors, it feels different. They can't always put it into words, yeah. but they know something feels different. Right. And I right. think that's such a big part of the work is we're shaping that environment. And By shaping the environment, it sounds kind of like grand, but it really is by how we present the coffee at the, you know, for hospitality team or Mm -hmm. how we make sure people feel welcome and invited into the auditorium because the ushers are there. They don't feel like, oh, were they expecting me? There's no room for me. Is there room for me? And people are asking these questions whether they realize it or not. And so all of those things that we do in our work for ministry Mm -hmm. actually is help shaping the culture and the environment. So I don't know. That's just how I've been recently thinking about in this last year it's really what the Lord's kind of been I don't know taking me down that road I guess you would say well
0: I mean cultivation is a great word it's what God does in our hearts and yeah. it's what it's what's happening in people's lives mm-hmm. it's it's what we're doing we're, we're cultivating an atmosphere mm-hmm. um, of, of work mm-hmm. uh, but it's wonderful and I think it, I, I just I look at people's lives. They're the fruit. Mm -hmm. There's the immediate fruit that you get to see in transformation as people are saved and they start growing, Mm -hmm. getting healed, getting Mm -hmm. transformed. Uh, Their hearts are transformed. The way they're thinking is transformed. But then time goes on and you get to see even more of the wonderful work. I mean, this church is filled with so many people that I I look at and I remember what they were like when they came in. Yeah. how broken they were mm-hmm. and just where they were at mm-hmm. what they were dealing with yeah. some of the unfair stuff i mean just horrible things that had happened in life like t- just like everybody else sure like, we've all got stuff yeah that didn't feel right isn't fair d- couldn't have seen this happening how did mm-hmm. my life get here we mm-hmm. all, we've all got that same song that we sing but the reality is who's going to do something about it sure and we have to lean in and when people do lean in we take that seriously yeah you know this is wonderful work it's people's lives we're talking about mm-hmm. if we don't take the right attitude about that work wow. we're not taking the right attitude about someone's future yeah that's how i see it wow so to me that's more than volunteering volunteering it might show up might not serving hey i've got a mission
1: wow and yeah. if i don't
0: show up today or if i don't do let's just put let's just put myself on the hot seat Let's say I don't care about the message, right? Mm-hmm. I just like ah, oh, just preach whatever. I don't even know what I'm preaching until Saturday night. I'll just, I'll just, pre-. like, there's phone it there, in. Your phone it in. Phone it yeah. in, yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know, I, I could never, I could never, no. for the life of me, imagine an attitude like that, and then expect God to honor hmm. that work, <laughs> or that lack of work, I mm-hmm. should say, and then me be surprised if after an extended amount of time, the fruit of that yeah. is. People aren't being transformed. People's lives aren't changing. It's offensive to Mm -hmm. think that, you know? Mm -hmm. Jesus said so clearly to feed his sheep, to feed his people. Mm -hmm. So I I, I take it seriously because it's wonderful. It's wonderful what happens down the road with people.
1: Yeah, amen, amen. I think of the worship team and I think, you know, they put in work throughout the week to learn the lines, practice the parts, know their instruments. Because if they didn't, it's not just about excellence, sure. But if they didn't, how distracting would worship be? Instead of being an offering to God that people can get behind and can participate yeah. in, it would just be a, a, big old distraction, and it would be hard to, mm. to get through. So yeah, that's the example I thought of. That's good. Anything else you want to add to well, the work being wonderful? I'd just
0: say it's an. In, it, I would say yeah, it's an intentional mentality that we oh. we choose to live from. Like yeah. this is where we land on, on serving the Lord with mm-hmm. our gifts and mm-hmm. talents. It's important to, to me, it's important to this culture in Grace Avenue. Mm-hmm. I think it's important for people to see themselves with that mentality because yeah. when you leave these four walls, sure, right. And you go into the world,
1: mm-hmm.
0: it's not a humble attitude that a serving attitude. It's every man for himself. Oh yeah. It's, you know, use whoever you have to use to get to the top. Mm-hmm. It's backbite. It's, work people over Mm -hmm. it's use people it's all of that right right? okay and if you have an attitude where you're coming in with no agenda Hmm. that will teach you how to go into those environments with that exact same mentality that's really good and it's really frightening for people Mm -hmm. because they're looking for what's your angle right what's your agenda how are you trying to you're trying to get my job. Mm-hmm. Are you trying to? Are you going to talk to the boss about me? Right. Oh, why are you friends with the boss? And how? And if you just have no agenda, mm-hmm. and you're just there to serve, mm-hmm. you'll automatically face that resistance and that hostility just because you're saved, or just because you have no agenda. Yep. But you'll also learn how to rid yourself of the fear of man, mm. because you know God's providing for you. Mm-hmm. You know God's leading you. You know God sent you there. Mm-hmm. You know God's using you. I always took that attitude. And it took me a while to get comfortable with it. Uh, But mm -hmm. especially when the environments just felt very dissatisfying. Maybe it's not the job I wanted at the time. Right. Where I felt like I was in that career path at that time. But I remember knowing that I know that I know that I know I'm here for a purpose. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to take the right attitude. You know, I I run into people that I knew 20, 25 years ago. Mm -hmm. And I worked with them. And they asked me what I'm doing, and they knew what I was doing then. Wow! And they saw me then. Mm-hmm. And sometimes there's stories that are traded back and forth. Oh, wow! You look, didn't you go to Australia and didn't you go to Bible oh, college? Wow, or didn't yeah. you do this and so? And weren't you in the church? And this and, and it's like a reconnection. But I didn't. I didn't blow my witness back then. Wow, yeah. By being someone that I'm. I'm not supposed to be or mm-hmm, shouldn't be. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm living in the fruit of the decisions I made then. Mm-hmm. Right. And so. I, I see the value in keeping that you know back then it was work just like it's work now sure but it's having that discipline of the mind this is an intentional framework yeah. I'm gonna live from and see from mm-hmm. right this life is not my own right that's how I see yeah. that's the lens I see through right I don't yeah. peek around the corner well a little bit of it is for me right and the rest is for Jesus sure, to sure. me if you if you can keep that lens clear yeah um, it's easy to see that the work you're doing is wonderful
1: yeah I think it's so I love how you tied in the two or the how the mirroring of the work we get to do here, that cultivation, if you will, that what's taking place here, what we're learning, how we're growing together, how we can take that into our work environments out in the world. And um, I, I think that's something that is the uniqueness of what we get to do here is you know you're not having the same conversations in the corporate world in the workplace it's just like you said talking around the water cooler you talk about people not to the people all that kind of stuff and so what we get to do here and what we do a lot is helping people navigate those moments here which then translates to them doing that in the workplace and taking it to that person you know courageous conversations and things like that which i think is such a beautiful byproduct of That cultivation and loving the work here because people are getting to to take what they're learning here into their work environments and being that light
0: well ultimately you can't i don't think you can love the work if you don't love the people yeah like if you're just doing this to play an instrument if you're just doing Mm -hmm. this to be a personality if Mm -hmm. you're doing this just to feel good about yourself Mm -hmm. that'll all shake out in about 18 months you'll you'll recognize okay this isn't as satisfying as i thought it was going to be (laughs) Uh, I think what we're trying to communicate at at the most foundational level is our hearts have been arrested by God for his work and for his people and for what he wants to do. And how do we keep that so that we don't get off, Mm -hmm. become entitled, become prideful? You know, there's nothing mm-hmm. worse than a church becoming semi, quote, successful, and all of a sudden they know everything about everything. Mm-hmm. Here's how you should do things. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the same in business. Someone's yes. famous. There are people who are famous and they're celebrities, and people are buying their books yeah. on marriage, and all they did was buy, uh, create something, create yeah. a product or an app, uh-huh. and you're buying their what do they know about marriage right. they know nothing right right that they know about apps yeah. they created something amazing no good marketing. we're using it but you're buying so we're getting sold something yeah. I, I think you're missing the mark when you're in it for something else right. um our hearts have been arrested by god and if we can keep that humble attitude mm-hmm. keep pride which destroys right Absolutely. pride destroys if we can keep that far from us we can keep seeing people healed We can keep seeing people grow. Mm -hmm. We can keep seeing people being built up, Mm -hmm. coming into their own Mm -hmm. understanding of who Jesus is, their own sense of destiny and purpose. To me, that work is wonderful. When people get it, when they get, somebody said this the other day, it kind of blew me away. Um, We were talking about marriage and they asked me a question and I said, well, I don't, they asked me a question about individually about how they how to get along with their spouse or mm-hmm. what have you something along those lines and I said well I don't I don't see marriage is competition right, it's yeah. not I'm trying to get Janelle to really understand me and I'm right, you know of course we are 20 years into this but nevertheless <laughs> like but I said from the beginning mm-hmm. we're building something together together right like that's what we got married for sure. That's why we're still married. We're not just, quote, in love. Right. I hope she loves me. But we're, <laughs> we're, we're doing this because we're building something for the Lord right. together. We, we had that sense of destiny from the beginning, mm-hmm. and we haven't violated that. Mm-hmm. We haven't sidetracked that to just find some easier route yeah. of, of life that uh, doesn't require us to build together. It's yeah. what we're both passionate about. Um, it's what we're made for but that mentality building together is not something that mm-hmm. he'd heard. For me, it's just second nature. This is, this is why else are you married?
1: Yeah. hundred percent. That's right. been John and I from the beginning is, yeah. and we've told people, told people when we counsel them, do pre-marriage and stuff like that. Yep. We, yes, we love each other. Yes. All of those things, but it's that common shared vision of Jesus and his house, honestly, that yep. we are going to be planted in that has kept us, the other things just become peripheral. Yeah. and the things that you are the bigger conversations, sure they're still there but if those are your anchors you know where you're going to kind of land it helps kind of clear out the other stuff pretty quick so
0: but this there's this memory that just came into my mind it was probably when we, we first went to this church I was probably 11 11 or 12 maybe and I remember I'd always walk I would walk in and and as a family you know my mm-hmm. parents and me and my siblings, we'd walk in, and there'd be this older gentleman. I remember who he was and his name and everything. And he was goodness; he had to be at least eighty. Okay. And he would always shake our hands, and he would just, you know, rub the heads of all the <laughs> kids. You know, like, "Hey, how you doing? Good to see you." I remember when you'd shake his hand; it felt like a cloud. Like he was just—it wow. was so soft. He was like a was like a giant marshmallow, <laughs> and he was, Very you know, he, yeah, it was so weird because he was this happy eighty-year-old. Uh-huh. Uh-huh you know, soft hands rubbing our head, real, co- but the, the joy that was coming wow. from him, like mm-hmm. he was genuinely so happy to see these kids every week that would wow. come. And, and that's all he did is he he greeted sure. people every week. And I just remember his, his smile and his face and his glasses, mm-hmm. just the joy that emanated from him. You know, when I think about the work is wonderful, mm-hmm. I think about him. Wow. You know, yes. that, that's so the, a guy that stands out in my mind right. is like, he, he's not doing some grand, great accomplishment that's changing the face of the nation. Right. Yeah. He's just serving the Lord with, with gladness, gladness. Mm-hmm. and he finds it wonderful enough to do it week after week wow. after week. And the same attitude is there every week. Wow. I mean, to me, yeah, if, if we could keep that mentality, mm-hmm. you know, that this work is, is joyful work, it's an honor, uh, we get to do this. Yes. I mean, I think that's everything.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I think we should end right there. Okay. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> that the was a good one. marshmallow handman. No. <laughs> yeah, I, mean,
0: I don't know what it was, man. Nice. He just okay. he had these big, huge hands yeah. and just like went over mine like giant marshmallows. Well, it's was, true
1: that that feeling that you remember now, stuff like that sticks when the work is wonderful, when you're doing it unto the Lord, when there's that joy, it impacts people, even 11-year-old yeah. kids who remember yeah. that.
0: Yeah, I do. I do remember it. So yeah, God used it. Yeah. God used him. So, well, there awesome. we go. How many of these were we down now? Six? I think this is, yeah, attitude, attitude six. number six. Six down, six to go. Halfway there. All right. It's been awesome, Hales. Thank yes. you so much. You're
1: so welcome. Thanks for having me.
0: We'll see you guys next time. Bye, y'all. That's it for today. Until next time, remember that the God we serve is greater than any of our failures. He's more invested in us than any human on the planet. You're a gift to this earth, to this generation, and maybe even the next. So don't shortchange yourself. Keep growing. And live your life to honor Jesus and his purpose in you. Join us
1: soon for another episode of Midweek Motion.